Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we pick up in Mark chapter 9 with verses 30 through 41. Most of us share a common desire, or at least we have at some time in our lives. We want to be first. We want first dibs, first pick, first place. We want priority over others. We want to be in control and in charge. The disciples were no different, and Jesus caught them in a discussion about which of them would be first. What does it take to be first? What do you have to do? What qualifications would cause you to rise to first position and be in charge? Well, as Jesus points out, it all depends on whether you seek the world's way for the world's reasons or God's way for God's reasons. And the way you decide to pursue being first will determine what kind of first place prize you're rewarded with in the end. Here is today's slice of the sermon entitled, How to Be First. You've got to learn how to walk by obeying His words like a a child needs to learn that your parents have your best interest and so do what they say. You take in His word every day like food for your soul, like the baby needs milk from mom. You trust your heavenly Father, to know what is best for you. You tell Him what's on your mind. You tell Him what weighs on your heart, and you let Him lead you. Now, notice the emphasis that that's what's necessary to enter the kingdom of heaven. Exactly the opposite of what the Jewish spiritual muckymucks were telling them. Look how great we are. Be like us. He says, no, no, no. Remember when he went to Nicodemus? He said, uh, unless you're born again, you won't even see the kingdom of heaven. And Nicodemus was pretty sharp. He said, born again? What? You want me to crawl back into my mother's womb and be born again? That's impossible. He understood. Jesus was saying, Nicodemus, who was a leader of the Jews, who was a Pharisee, he says, you have to do something that is utterly impossible for you to do. In other words, it has to be done for you. You didn't play a role in your first birth. You don't play a role in your second birth. You come and receive a free gift. For you to be a Christian means trust God like a child trusts his parents. Paul Anka, way back in the days of my youth, he wrote a very famous song. It wasn't famous until... Frank Sinatra sang it, and I have actually been to a wedding where I was so embarrassed that somebody had this song played. You know what it is. I did it my way. If that song is your testimony at your funeral, you'll be in hell. You don't do it your way. You, your way doesn't work. There's one way, only one way. And so Jesus says, God, you're you're worried about greatest? There's one way to even get in. And it's because of what I'm going to do when I die the death that you deserve. 
so that you can have the righteousness that I give you that you don't deserve. This isn't a passage about how to treat little children. Now, treat little children well, right? Okay, take care of them. But this is not a passage warning against uh, abusing a child. The, the child here is an illustration of a Christian. So, next verse in Matthew, Matthew 18, 4, reads like this. Jesus says, Whoever then humbles himself as this child, he is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. If you want to be great in God's kingdom, learn to be the servant of all. Mark's Version 937, whoever, hold on to that word for a moment, whoever receives one child like this in my name, meaning on account of who I am, whoever receives one child like this in my name receives me, and whoever receives me does not receive me, but him who sent me. Now let's start with the word humbles. It literally means to make low. It's used in the New Testament in the sense of realizing your lowliness before God. If you cling to one last shred of thinking that you have something of value to offer to God that should cause Him to want to save you, you don't understand Christianity. He did that while you were His enemy. You can't be saved until you let go of any such thought and you repent And you turn to Him in childlike faith. It's all received by grace. It's a matter of not getting what you deserve and getting what you don't deserve. And would you look there at who can be greatest in the kingdom? It's whoever. Whoever. There's not going to be one greatest. There's not going to be a famous top ten. There's going to be anybody, you can manifest the, the, the perfection of what the kingdom of God is all about, whoever you are, if you will humble yourself. You don't want fairness. You don't want what you deserve. You want grace and you want mercy. Let's, let's just say you're driving down the road about 85 miles an hour, When you run through a stop sign in a residential area while you're passing in a no-passing zone by a school on an icy road in the fog, the police officer pulls you over, asks you for your paperwork, discovers um, and looks at your driver's license. It's expired, as is your insurance certificate as are your license plates. He says, just a moment. Goes back to his car. He walks towards you with papers in his hand, and you're guilty, and you know it, and you're feeling lower than low. You know you're going to jail. You're trying to figure out who you're going to call. You wince as he comes back up and asks you to open the window. And he says... I used my own credit to pay for the fines for these tickets I wrote you. Please renew your license and registration and insurance at your convenience. Oh, and here are 
four tickets and airline vouchers and hotel reservations and expense money for you to take your family to the Super Bowl. Have a nice day. Listen, (laughs) your sins are far worse in the sight of God than anything I just made up. And the goodness of God is far better than an imaginary policeman sending you to the Super Bowl because being even in the front door of the kingdom of heaven is infinitely better than going to the Super Bowl. But one question is crucial. Do you have childlike faith? And the next thing that Jesus says is that greatness in the kingdom of heaven is status that is open to whoever. Whoever can include you. What's the one thing that makes you great in the service of the King, in the kingdom of heaven? It is humility. The way to ascend in the kingdom of heaven is to serve other people as if you are serving the Lord Himself. Did you see that? If you receive a child in my name, you're receiving me. That's how you show what you think of me. You serve the the other people as if you're serving the Lord Himself, and you do it joyfully, and you do it tirelessly, and you do it faithfully without caring if there's any recognition for you. The way to climb to the top in God's eyes is to fight for the bottom of the pile here on earth so you can lift up somebody else. Now, it doesn't mean depreciating yourself. It doesn't mean verbally putting yourself down so that you put other people in the awkward position of building you up. It doesn't mean that you ignore the fact that God gives you gifts for serving Him by His grace. It means that you use those gifts for the Lord and you want the credit to go only to Him. It doesn't matter about you. It means demonstrating that you're willing to follow Jesus by obeying His Word, even if it should cost you your life. See two paragraphs above where we're, story, where we're studying in Mark 9. I, I scoured the Bible on this idea of greatest in the kingdom of heaven. It was, it was pretty easy to come to the conclusion that the whole idea of greatest in the kingdom of heaven is bogus. Because if you're in the kingdom of heaven... You don't care about greatest except for Jesus. And you're so glad that He brought you there. Having to measure people relative to one another is something that we do in our pride. But it's not something that will be part of the kingdom of heaven. Whenever you see anyone in the Bible mentioned as greatest, it's always a matter of as man views it. Now, you do see things like uh, people will be there from the greatest to the least of them. There will be people who are wealthy and people who are not, people who were powerful on earth and people who were not. But the idea of a greater or lesser citizen in the kingdom of heaven is just, it, it, it's irrelevant. We'll be there with all of our differences and it won't matter to us at all. All The only thing that matters for the child of God is the joy of being part of the kingdom of heaven and the further joy of being privileged to serve the King of kings and Lord of lords while we live in this 
upside-down kingdom in which we live. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.